Hi everyone, and welcome to the Flip Podcast. We're so excited to have you here with us. We both work as youth ministers, and we're just realizing that there's a need to discuss the challenging and important topics of our faith. We also want to give you more than one perspective, and that is why we are called Flipside. Whether you're Catholic or not, we invite you to join us along for the ride. And so without further ado, welcome, welcome to, to Flipside. Flip Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Flipside Podcast. My name is Katie. I am joined this morning by Jeremy. And we are so excited to have you with us. Before we jump into our topic for the day, Jeremy, how have you been this week? Well, I've been good this week and last week, kind of. Today, I overslept and I woke up to a message from Katie saying, hey, I'm here, ready to record the podcast. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so tired and I'm asleep. Uh, so that's a fun start to this week. Um, no, good. I love that it's October. That means I'm another week closer to seeing the Taylor Swift concert in theaters at amc i was gonna so, say you got tickets <laughs> no. so i'm excited for that yeah i just love october because it means it's finally fall even though it was like 90 degrees yeah but sad day. how are you i'm doing well i got to visit um my little cousin in fargo this past weekend so that was super fun um also my mom is getting married on friday so that's super exciting um so this week has been crazy with prep for both things but um yeah life has been good i'm like a week ahead of on my homework for grad school so like i'm chilling right now <laughs> that's so nice wow yeah yeah life is good life is good um great Let's jump into our topic for the day. We are going to be talking about, this is the second part of our episode on sin is fun, but in parentheses, heaven is better. Um, today, we're going to be talking a little bit more about very practical aspects of um, sinfulness and how that manifests itself in our lives, um, particularly through the influence of friendships, peer pressure, all that good stuff. Jeremy, do you want to get us started with initial thoughts on the topic? This is just such a hard thing because this is something that we all face. And regardless of if you're in sixth grade or if you're 60 years old, I think we all want to be loved and we all want people to approve of us. So we all kind of fall succumb to peer pressure at times. Um, so I think it's like important to realize we should probably talk about like friendship and like what is a good healthy friendship and kind of what does that look like? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think I can't remember where I heard this, Katie, maybe you can help, but there was something that said you become like the sum of the 10 people you surround yourself with the most. Mm -hmm. Like some, is it like a psychological study? I think it is like a psychological study or else it's just somebody who passed it off really well. Yeah. Like great marketing for that statement. Yeah. Cause it's so true. Like the people that you surround yourself with the most, like they're going to rub off on you. And like, those are going to be the people that you become like. Um, so I think it's really important to have and to make sure that you have really good friends in your life. Um, positive examples of how to live a holy life, how to live a life for Jesus. So you have to really think like, who do I want to influence my behavior and my ideas? Um, 
good friends. Yeah. That's my, yeah, that's my initial thought on the topic. Yeah, that's great. Um, yeah, it is, it is so important to have good and holy friendships and it's important to have friendships with people who are striving for holiness, but are at different stages of holiness Mm. than you are. I was just talking to some of my, um, college students this past weekend. I got to see them while I was in Fargo. Shout out to Nick and Mary. (laughs) Um, But anyways, I was chatting with them about how it really is. It's very important to have friendships with people who are at different stages of holiness than you are because you need somebody who's like right there in it with you, right? And I have a few friends in my life who are um, right in the midst of the same stage of life as I am, like praying through similar things, um, trying to heal in the same ways, trying to let the Lord work in our lives in similar ways. And then I also have people who are way farther ahead of me, who are married with like five kids who I can look to as an example of like, okay, this is how they live out holiness as a, you know, 38 year old. This is how I'm living out holiness as a 24 year old. And then I even can look at my students sometimes and be like, okay, that's how they're living out holiness as 17 year olds or 18 year olds, you know? Um, and, And it's very important to have those stages around you so that you can get a picture of what the Christian life looks like as a For whole. Sure. And like even looking at like the elderly people in your um pew at mass, like they are freaking holy. They have been showing up to daily mass for the last 60 years. You think they're not holy? Like you can learn a lot from them. I love old people. <laughs> no, yeah, Katie, what you're saying I totally agree with. Um I mean a lot of my experience um when I was in high school cuz I wasn't raised Catholic, but when I went to high school it was my community and my friends that ultimately inspired me to become Catholic or to at least consider becoming Catholic. Mm-hmm. Um, and my friends were, some of my best friends were, you know, in the same grade as me, like at the same stage as me, not necessarily the same level. They were much further along in their faith than I was. Um, but I was friends with like our campus minister and like some of like my teachers who are like, young teachers and like they were living out their faiths as young adults who were catholic and then yeah also like i had some friends that were younger than me you know and it their example really inspired me to think about becoming catholic so i I really am a firm believer in investing in good healthy friendships because i would not be where i am today without like my friends from high school Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's beautiful. I know, yeah, even I still like with a degree in theology and pursuing my master's in a in theology, I still like reach out to my former youth minister who's not my boss, so his like office is down the hall for me. But anyways, I still like regularly ask questions about like how should I live my life? Like what does it look like to th- to do this or what does this theological teaching mean or you know like constantly asking him questions about holiness um and i know that he has other people that he does that for as well i think something that's cool kind of like building upon what you're saying katie yeah like making sure you're looking for good friends and the importance of good friends like i don't know it can kind of be stressful especially as a high schooler of like my pool of people that I could be friend like friends with is pretty small because mm-hmm. I'm in high school and I went to a really small Catholic high school. So like it was a small class. Like I was pretty limited on who I could be friends with from school. Yeah. But I think that there is a lot of freedom in that because, okay, you can see what that group of people are like at your school of who I could be friends with, you know, yep. 
but like there's also opportunities outside of just my school that are like oh i could search out for friendships there like go to like a local youth group or i go yeah. i don't know fill in the blank find places to find good friends but i think katie it would be good to talk about that like where how like how can i find a good friendship yeah absolutely absolutely so as jeremy said great way to find good friendships is like look at the people around you in your catholic school if you go to catholic school or if you don't you go to public school um go to your church and see who is sitting in the pews on a sunday or even better see who's sitting in the pews on a saturday morning um daily mass and see who's there or go to adoration see who's there go to youth group um get involved with the people there and i know that that can be super intimidating to go into a new group and not know anybody and try to make friendships but if people are truly trying to live out their faith they're going to welcome you regardless oh, you know um and if they they don't welcome you maybe they're not trying to live out their faith so well you know but yeah get connected ask questions um and and just do what you can to put yourself into situations where you might meet new people but once you've actually met them how do you kind of know if it's a good and holy friendship what does that what does that look like Mm -hmm. um do you have any thoughts on that that you want to share jeremy or yeah a couple come to mind one i want to share first is i think this is like just such a very simple answer, but I think this answer is like super overlooked. Pray for good friends. Like mm, ask yes. God, like God, please send me people in my life. Absolutely. Like, and I, trust me, the Holy Spirit will send them your way. Like God wants you to be in community. You were made for community. God's not going to abandon you or like leave you to fend for yourself. Like he wants you to share in this community that he, literally he has created. Like, oh, Pray for good and holy friends. I think that's so important. And so I can't, I can't hype it up enough. Absolutely. And I, just my own personal testimony of this, I um, started praying really intensely for good and holy friendships about a year and a half ago. I'd been through some tough times and friendships and really just needed um, a fresh start in a lot of ways. And I started praying for good and holy friendships and it it took a little while right it's now a year and a half later but i have two amazing holy roommates that i go to mass with every sunday we um you know go to catholic events together we talk about jesus every day in our household i have a small group of really good and holy women that i get to walk with life walk through life with um other really good and holy friendships in my life in in a variety of aspects and life is so beautiful because of that. Um, And I've been able to grow in holiness so much because of those good and holy friendships. And so it might not happen overnight. Right. Um, And yeah, you have to put in the work and you have to put in the like uncomfortableness of, you know, talking to people, talking (laughs) to people, you have to pursue it. Right. Like I, I organized the small group, right. I reached out to people. I was like, Hey, let's do this, Mm -hmm. you know, but, people respond, right? And they're they're good and holy friendships. And so the Lord will provide because he knows oh, that you need it, you know? There's, I really want to like shout out a couple people from my youth group, um, Maisie and Paloma, shout out. Um, <laughs> no, but they live this out really beautifully. And I, like, as a 24 year old man, am so inspired by it because like 
their faith is important to them and like their friendship is really important to them mm-hmm. so like on nights that like we don't meet for youth group like they'll meet like at a coffee shop or at like yeah somewhere at each other's house and like have a bible study beautiful like the two of them and like it's i think it's just such a beautiful thing because like god created you god led you to this friendship and like they are tangibly looking for opportunities to really get the most out of this friendship and to like grow closer to the Lord together too, which is really beautiful. So it's possible guys, like as high schoolers, especially like it is possible to find good friends. Um, But you do have to put in some of the work and it can be a little uncomfy at times. Absolutely. Yeah. And for those of our listeners who are in college, it's a whole different ball game making friends than it is in high school, right? Like, Mm-hmm. I know that it is been through it. It sucked, yeah, right? I haven't been through it. Um, <laughs> but it is it is possible, and there will be more of those uncomfortable moments. There will be more of those mm-hmm. like you really do have to put in the effort and pursue people, um, and pray for those friendships and really go out of your way to make things happen. Like you might have to be the one who's like, "Hey, do you want to go get coffee?" Or "Hey, do you want to go play ultimate with me?" Or "Hey, do you want to do like..." whatever it is, like you find those people you see at mass, you reach out to them and then you get connected and it might be a little bit uncomfortable, but, um, nothing great ever came easily, Mm. you know? And (laughs) I don't know. I think that it's worth having a friendship that leads you towards heaven to be like a little bit uncomfortable for 30 seconds, Mm -hmm. you know, um, get over yourself essentially. Um, but... there's some, like the rewards and the fruit that can be born from that far outweighs the struggles of the moments of uncomfortability or awkwardness. Like it's fine. Meeting new people is going to be awkward, especially if you're not like super extroverted and love meeting right. new people, but it'll be really good for you. Be great. To quote inspirational speaker Shia LaBeouf, just do it. To I quote another beautiful philosopher and amazing human when dealing with like bad friends you know or people who aren't necessarily a good influence on your life the quote can be applied from shrek (laughs) get out me swamp (laughs) (laughs) literally get out and that kind of leads us into like when is it time to find new friends like is it okay (laughs) to cut people out of your life like is that virtuous yes oh my gosh 100 percent. i think it is if people are not loving you and not leading you towards holiness, like repeatedly, and like if they're not good for you, 100% it's okay to remove them from your life. Yes. Let's add a little bit of nuance to this discussion so we don't go cutting out everybody who's offended us once in our life. Mm. Um, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> shut up, Jeremy. Um, All right. Katie's cut out. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yes, it is okay to distance yourself from people who are not leading you towards holiness. Um, But that doesn't mean that it's okay to be rude to them or to be uncharitable or to like smack talk them or to do any sort of thing that would take you away from the Lord. 100%. (laughs) Right? There's a holy and good way to remove people from your life. Absolutely. And it and it doesn't even necessarily have to be sometimes it doesn't have to be a total removal. Sometimes it's just a distancing. Like a lot of times it's like an emotional boundary or a boundary yeah. within your heart of like, you know what? I'm actually not going to share this thing with them 
because they're going to use it against me or I'm not going to take their advice into account because I know that they're not um, really striving for holiness and virtue and this advice comes out of a place of like anger or mm-hmm. or worldly biases or whatever it is, you know. Um, or sometimes it's even just like, I'm actually not going to seek them out to do X, Y, or Z with. Um, and if they invite me to this party or if they invite me to whatever it is, I'm just going to, I'm going to say no, mm-hmm. you know, or if I, if I do go, I'm going to go in with like these really strong boundaries of like what is or is not going to happen. I'm going to stick to them. Yep. There, there will be times in your life where there are people where it's like, actually, like, maybe I just need to step out of your life and like have that friend breakup conversation. Yeah. Um, they're brutal. They're super hard. They hurt just as bad as a real breakup, if not worse. But it is important to recognize that sometimes there will be people in your life who don't have the same goals as you, who aren't moving towards Christ in the same way that you are. Mm-hmm. And they they actually can't love you or support you in your walk towards holiness. You know, if you would break up with a boyfriend or a girlfriend, um, because you're ultimately on different paths if they're not walking towards heaven and you would break up with them because of that sometimes it's okay to do that for friends Mm -hmm. too and it's obviously a lot more nuanced right like don't stop hanging out with people just because they don't love jesus because then how are we going to evangelize the world yeah you know don't do that but maybe don't have people who are actively taking you away from the lord in your inner circle yeah i think that's super fair also don't be friends with people or don't be close friends with people who are actively like pressuring you to do things that take you away from the lord which maybe brings us into our next um section of this podcast which was uh, very specifically on peer pressure jeremy do you want to have any do you have any initial thoughts to share on this? Yeah, peer pressure sucks. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think of like the cheesy ads and cheesy 90s movies that they show you like in school or something of like how to resist peer pressure. Yeah. <laughs> Just say no or like yeah. walk away. And like, <laughs> I don't know. Peer pressure is so much more to use a word that Katie loves nuanced. Mm-hmm. Than... I do love that word. <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> Words. <laughs> um no, but I think it is, um, and there's so many facets to it. Like for me, I think I struggle a lot with my own head. Like I, like I battle myself in my head all the time. It's yeah. Like, do this. Don't do this. Like uh, just like just trying to be everything for everyone. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of that peer pressure can be self-inflicted. Of like, yeah. Oh, they're going out. Like I want to go out. Like they're not necessarily asking me, but like there's that like unspoken like expectation that like if they're my friend and they're getting drunk at a party like I have to do that you know yeah. no you don't um and that a lot of the times could just be an expectation that you're putting on yourself mm-hmm. um yeah yeah cuz there is a reality that yes sometimes people might actively be pressuring you to do something that you shouldn't do like swear or gossip or drinking or drugs or whatever but probably what's happening is they're just doing things and you want to be like them so you you are like yeah i should do 
what they're doing in order to be cool or in order to be accepted. But the best pe- one of the best pieces of advice that my aunt ever gave me was, nobody is thinking about you as much as you are thinking about you because they're too busy thinking about themselves. And that's so real. That's so much truth in a quick sentence. Yeah. Like your friends actually probably don't care if you don't drink at the party. <laughs> they're too busy thinking about what their outfit looks like or if the person they like is going to talk to them or whatever else, you know? Yeah. Or like what is the next Taylor Swift album like going to be, you know? That's what Jeremy's That's thinking what about think constantly. Like if you come up to me and you're like, Oh gosh, like, like, does he think I'm cool? Like, is is he? Does he want to be my friend? I'm probably just thinking about Taylor Swift. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so don't worry. <laughs> real talk, uh, for real. <laughs> but that's so true. Like, there's so many things going on in people's head. They don't really care or have the time to worry about you and the psychological workings of your brain. They, they just don't really, have really the don't space for it, especially in this modern world. To sound like an old man, social media is just kind of ruining everything. It so is. Like, people don't have time necessarily to think much about you because they're, like, thinking about what their presenting self is. You know, they're thinking about, oh, what am I going to post? Or, like, oh, crap, I, I, I want to go to this thing. Like, I, this movie's coming out, or I love this song right now. They have so many interests and so many things going on in their brain. They're not worried about whether you say yes or no to something stupid that they're doing. Right. And if they do then congratulations you just found a really good opportunity to drop someone not like kill um i don't think that anybody would take it that way i don't know katie anyways um (laughs) but let's say that we're in a situation where um maybe they you do have friends who make fun of you for doing certain things or for not doing certain things um then that really is an opportunity to evaluate like well a to like communicate as a real human person and just be like hey actually i'm not interested in doing these things these are my reasonings like please stop pressuring me to do these things and if doing these things is a condition for our friendship that's not a condition i'm willing to meet and just have a conversation. Don't be combative about it. But you are capable of human communication. And you are able to communicate like adults, even if you're not one. Yeah. So I would recommend trying that. You know, coming at things um, and talking about things, not assuming. Um, another piece of advice I really, really that I got that really, really helped for communication was um, never assume, never attack always clarify so in any situation that you're in when trying to deal with like peer pressure or just general friendship issues um don't assume that you know what their intentions were Mm -hmm. don't attack them when trying to have a conversation about what happened and clarify like what did you mean by that what were your intentions and come at it with an open mind. Yeah. Be willing. Be go into it with the assumption that you can work through this. Yeah. You know. Um live laugh love. That's that's another good quote. That's actually one of my personal favorites. Live laugh love. I'm kidding. I was going to say, <laughs> oh gosh. But the fact that you believed 
I don't know. <laughs> says a lot about who I am as yes, a person. That's very true. I am going to Hobby Lobby later, so mm, I hope they have sales. I hope if so. They do text me. <laughs> I will. <laughs> I think the other cool thing too, kind of like building on what you're saying, Katie, mm-hmm. and it's a love hate relationship with like the modern culture because on one side it sucks. Yeah. And I hate it. Mm-hmm. And people are annoying and people are buying into stupid lies. Yes. That this modern world saying like, I don't know, they're just offering a lot of cheap counterfeits of love. Correct. And they're like, here, take this. This is amazing. This is love. Mm-hmm. This is what you need. And it's like, mm, that's crap. Yeah. <laughs> so on one hand, I hate them. But on the other hand, the fact that middle schoolers and high schoolers look like 40 year olds, always ready to slay the day. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's so annoying, but like, I am so freaking blown away many times by how well versed this generation in modern world is when talking about self-care and mental health like Mm -hmm. they're very fluent in that language so i don't think i think that they understand this kind of topic a lot more than like maybe we we did did when we were in high school or like millennials did when they were in high school Mm -hmm. um but yeah like peer pressure you i think you know like, I don't think it needs to be this big, complicated thing. You know when something's not right and what's not good for you. Mm-hmm. And that that's not always, like, drinking and drugs and big, scary things that you hear in a formational video in high school. Yeah, like, so- sometimes it's just people in your youth group being like, actually, I don't really think that it's cool to pray. And you're like, you're right. It's not. And then you, you don't follow Jesus. Yeah. Or, you know, they're like, ooh, can I, at youth group, can I ride this tricycle down this flight of stairs? Is that an actual? That's an actual clip of what <laughs> happened with, guess what grades? Not middle school. Probably 11th graders. Yes. 100%. 11th and, graders are a whole different Yeah, breed. they're ridiculous, but they're funny. But they are. They I let know that sometimes. <laughs> but, like, yeah, peer pressure could be just silly little things like that, like, doing things for attention or doing things for like the meme the meme (laughs) like committing to the bit like yeah i do that so many times just because things are funny but also like that's just me buying into this stupid lie of the modern age that like oh if people laugh at me even if it's like a cheap laugh or if it's like you know something like that attention that that's true love that Mm -hmm. that's what's going to fill me up that's what's going to make me happy which is a lie so peer pressure isn't just about like big scary things that are objectively bad like a lot of topics surrounding sin is like in the little gray areas and like the confusing areas like satan wants to confuse you Mm -hmm. and he does it in those little ways of like oh hey do you want to like go out for coffee and you know that like that's the only time that you have free on a given Sunday to go to mass, you know, yeah. and saying yes to that instead of going to mass. Like, you know that that's wrong, that you shouldn't do that. But mm-hmm. yeah, peer pressure and temptation is just so such a gray area. Absolutely. Um, and I think it's just really important to note that no human relationship is worth your eternal salvation. And not that it's necessarily going to come down to such like a strong statement as that, you know, that you're going to have to make a choice between a friendship or eternal salvation, but like maybe you will. And every decision that we make affects 
um, our relationship with the Lord. No friendship is worth your eternal salvation. And it is very important to remember that your relationship with God is your number one priority in life. And so all other relationships need to serve that relationship. They need to flow out of that relationship, right? Um, And so just keeping in mind that anything that you do, no single moment of momentary pleasure or happiness or embarrassment or humiliation or whatever it is, no single moment of your life is worth eternity with Christ. And that's like, you have to have an eternal perspective. You have to look at life through those lenses because that clarifies everything that we're talking about. That's like the foundation of everything that we're talking about is nothing is worth compromising eternity with Christ in heaven. Um, Period. Period. Don't do it. (laughs) Yeah. The last thing is like about peer pressure not being always like this super black and white thing there's also like good peer pressure like when mm-hmm. you have friends around you who are like inspiring you to pray or saying hey like go to mass with me that kind of stuff um that's the whole reason i'm catholic um is because i had friends who were motivating me to be a better person yeah and i think look for those people because those people weren't like necessarily i don't know maybe they were but i don't think they were actively doing certain things i think a lot of the times it was just them living out their faith and I falling in love with it. Um, So I think, you know, like look for friends who are going to lead you to holiness. Yeah, absolutely. I think my last thought on this is that holy friendships are holy, whether you are sitting in a Bible study or if you are playing ultimate Frisbee, like holy friendships should be well-rounded. They shouldn't Mm -hmm. necessarily be just people you get together with and study the Bible with. That should be part of it. Sure. Um, but Jesus also had fun. Right. He wants us to have fun and just hang out with friends. He had so much fun with his apostles. I guarantee it. Um, and you should also feel free to have fun with your friends and do silly things and have have fun with life. Because honestly, the most fun I've ever had in my life is very like wholesome, silly little moments. It's not the moments where I was at a party where there was alcohol. It wasn't the moments where, you know, we were, you know, smack talking somebody behind their back. Like the moments that have been most fun in life are like laying in a river with friends, making goofy jokes, yeah. you know, or whatever it is like silly human things. Yeah. Just go be silly, holy humans with other humans. Ah. <laughs> any last thoughts jeremy no i actually don't (laughs) great Uh, that's my last thought you okay (laughs) so again go be holy go make holy friends this has been the flip side podcast we are praying for you thank you for listening um be sure to share this podcast with any holy friends you have or with friends who need to be holy who aren't amen i I think we're done i think we're done thank you guys for listening again my name is jeremy my name is katie and we'll catch you on the flip side. side